this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. As the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stookie on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Ione Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. To Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi. Sister Speak Podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Charbonneau, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour. I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great, and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak podcast. I'm <laughs> uh, Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well, a brother. <laughs> Unless you're talking about me having brothers, and I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You were some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout-out to Sister Speak. Keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne who Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hey, sisters, this is Ray from Cali. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you want me to do what? Chop off my child's arm. <laughs> Knigget, fuck you, okay? Um, everybody, I'm sorry, but it looks like we better start saying our prayers because tonight is the night we all gonna die before we wake. 
Hello, sisters and fam. It's Jeff Grimes from House Baelish, and it's time for humans to bite back. This is Procrastinella, out here in these streets looking for the swagger of my baby daddy, Rick Panty Dropper Grimes. And until I find it, I don't want to watch this show no more. I don't want to watch this show no more. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Hey, King Ezekiel. Forget about Carol. I'll be your queen. Hey, hey. Hey, turn that down, man. Put on HBO. Westworld about to come on. This is Robert from the Bay. Peace. Hey, sisters. This is Alex the Tax Man. If you take from the well, replenish the well. And Carol... I'd like to talk with you for a few moments on how you can finish my will. We're on easy street, and you know it feels so sweet. And no one is but a treat when you're on easy street. Brought to you by Taxman Productions. Hey, sisters and family, this is Lady Erin Middlefinger. Just wanted to call to say. Holy crap, you are creepy as shit. Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss season seven of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 73. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, Sister Speak Nation. Welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister K. We are back to talk about episode 13 of season seven titled Bury Me Here. And we, we already know we real, real late. So yeah, we real late. Y'all. You know, real late. But that's uh, all right. We don't get yeah, together. It's getting harder and harder today. All right. Let's get to the adult beverage. Okay. Our adult beverage for this episode is a nice red blend called Melodramatic. Oh, That's the name of the wine. That's a new one. But it's also the name of the, the, the uh, winery as well. Oh. It's Melodramatic. It's a California red blend, and it's uh, um, from Melodramatic Wines in McFarland, California. It's actually very good, and especially... I had it, of course, at Total Wines. I had a little taste, and it was really good, but it's especially good paired with chocolate. Ooh, I had some chocolate with, oh, it was so good. So, there you go. What you drinking? Well, is that what you're drinking right now? No. Oh. Um, What I'm drinking is some Kool-Aid Red. (laughs) My single individual bottle kind. Oh, Lord, have mercy. What? Spread your horizons or something. Oh, that's what I like. Mm. Anyway. All right. Let's get into this funky episode. Okay. Well, we start off with, it wouldn't be funky except for they think we're stupid. Yeah, they think we're stupid. And all this first part before the credits is basically. They show Richard and, and King Ezekiel 
Putting this one lone now, uh, and Jerry and the redhead dude yeah. and the black haired dude. We the don't know one lone cantaloupe and in a crate, Diane, and, and 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 fastening it down in the back of his truck. Like, oh, we can't let it move. And I'm thinking, what the hell? But they're also looking at the middle of the truck, which you don't tell it until later. It's well, we don't know till later. Right. There's a pool of blood in it. Yeah. But anywho, and I'm like, okay. Obviously, something's happened. Yeah. They think we're dumb, dumb. Yeah. And even though at the time that I watched it, I didn't know what it was, you could tell within the first five minutes what it happened. Exactly. Somebody but, got got. No, you could tell who got got. Yeah. And, and that something obviously happens because they then focus on Ben. Throughout the whole, he has all this fucking dialogue. A he's whole popping bunch up, of dialogue. He's popping up in every other scene. Mm-hmm. And it's like poignant shit. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, he's having too much, like, um, revelation and shit. Exactly. So he obviously is the one who's going to get it. Exactly. So anywho, so then we start with Carol having a nightmare. It's pitch black. You just hear somebody, you know, kind of yelling mm-hmm. and they sleep and mm-hmm. she wakes up. And so obviously she's had some nightmare about people she cares about because mm-hmm. she gets up and she's looking like kind of teary eyed. Mm-hmm. And then um, when she kind of gets over that, you can see she kind of looks determined. Well, she's having a nightmare because she got, she finally knows the fucking truth. You know, she knows Glenn and Abraham got got and Olivia and Spencer. She and don't know Spencer. that yet. Yeah. That's why she goes to ask. No, she knows at the end of this episode. She doesn't oh, know this yet. I thought she already but knew. But she, she's, she's <coughs> obviously had a nightmare about someone she cares about getting got. Yeah. And even though she's saying, leave me alone. She I don't probably be dreamed about you. killing Lizzie. <laughs> could have been. She could have been. Could have been. Mm. To me, it was like. You know, she's, you know, she's trying to escape all that shit by staying away from him, but it ain't going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Mm-mm. So then we see her gathering her shit up as she's getting on the road. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of go over to the kingdom and Morgan is there teaching little Ben, not little Ben, the Ben kids. What's the other little brother? Other I don't know his name. See, I don't know what the, what the younger brother's name is I don't either. either. I don't either. But it's Ben's younger brother. Right. He's only look like eight, nine. Yeah, he looked like he about nine. Little. He little. He, he little. Mm-hmm. And so Morgan's got him cute with a kid, little though. bitty stick, which I thought was cute. I know, but he's a cute little kid, though. He is cute. He's really but cute. But that little stick had me cracking. I know. So he's teaching him how to, you know, maneuver the stick. And the little boy's like, ooh, it's early. Why we got to do this so early? <laughs> That's like a kid. Morgan's though. like, because we got other stuff to do today. Yeah. He's like, now, didn't you tell me you wanted to knock your brother out? With, with You wanted to learn so you could knock him out? He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And Morgan says, no. And then Benjamin walks up. Mm-hmm. No, what you really want is to be like your brother, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, okay, I already know. Because they, they powdering yeah, him up. They, yeah, yeah, they powdering up Ben. I mean, you knew, if you didn't already get it, you knew from that scene right there. Yep. It was going to be Ben. Yep. Yeah. You did. There's nothing subtle about this shit. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, really. That's it. There's nothing nothing subtle about this shit. They think that shit was clever. Yeah. And so therefore, when it happens, you're like, okay. We knew it. Okay. We knew how it was going to happen. Yeah. Wasn't no shock, no surprise, no nothing. No. Anyway. 
Anywho, now this was a pretty scene. The scenery was pretty and the sky was pretty. As Carol's walking as, down the street. Yeah, yeah. As Carol's walking I mean, down the street. The, it's early morning and dawn, so. The sky you know. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's walking. There's a walker that comes up. So she just basically knocks it. She didn't even kill it. She didn't really kill him. She just knocks him in the head. And knocks him with in. her machete. And, and I was like, yeah. well, what's the point? Whatever. The point was to show something later. Yeah. But this was smart because Carol is smart. She goes towards the kingdom walls and there's about five or six walkers beating on the door. She goes and grabs this um, street sign, climbs up in this tree and waits and then makes some noise, waits for them to come to her and then just kills them all. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty doggone smart. So by this point, Benjamin and a couple other kingdom people come out and open the gate. And he's amazed, like, wow, how did she mm-hmm. do this? She immediately just walks she in. She just walks in. She's Where's looking Morgan? everywhere. She's looking everywhere. She's got blood splashed on her. She's got a mission. Where's Morgan? He's like, are you all right? You know, you, you know what you did. Yeah. Well, where's Morgan? So she mm-hmm. goes to find Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. And she's <sighs> like, why did Jesus bring Daryl and them to the kingdom. Why? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, because he wanted Rick and them to work with Ezekiel. Rick and them. Rick and them to work with King Ezekiel. Because they're going to need some Why help. did he want them to do that? He's mm-hmm. like, because, you know, they want to do some things. She's like, is everyone okay? The saviors, you know, are they working mm-hmm. with them? Is everyone okay? And so Morgan says, look, you told me not to tell them where you were. You told me to tell them not to bother you. I did that. Daryl mm-hmm. found you on his own. And if you need... If you have questions about that, you need to go talk to Daryl. That, well, yeah, he did say in that. In other words. And I was pissed, though. I me said, too. but just tell her shit. Well, she knew at that point something had happened. Yeah. She didn't know to who. So she starts tearing up and shit. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, Carol, you, you obviously knew some shit. Mm-hmm. Some shit was going on. Mm-hmm. So he basically breaks it down to her and said, look, I did what you asked for. Have you been found in what you needed? Are you satisfied? Mm-hmm. Which obviously she ain't. He's like, look, if you want to, I will go with you to Alexandria. We can go right now. You don't mm-hmm. need to be going alone. I'm like, why not? She's capable. He said, but you need to get that from Daryl. Daryl told me just like you told me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you need to talk to Daryl about whatever you need what, to do. whatever you want to need to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you shouldn't go alone. I didn't like that part, nah, that comment. Nah, now, the care. other part of it, I didn't mind because it's true. She's been telling all of them for mm, however long. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I leave just want to be alone. Don't bring me no fruit. Don't bring I me don't no shit. I don't want to hurt nobody. And if I'm around people, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. do stuff. And I can't be around anyone else that I care about that's going to die. Well, yeah, shit. And, and I'm tired of that whining, too. Me, too. I am, too. Shit. So mm. she goes to go back home to the cabin. And Benjamin is... Tracking her, which is another clue. <laughs> hey, uh, can I come with you back to the cabin? No. Well, I just want to kind of understand how you do what you do. No. Because mm-hmm. you know, there was like five or six of them, and you just killed them. No. He's like, well, I'm supposed to go t- on a run, but I don't have to go on a run. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, go on your run. Yeah, go on your run. And I'm like, please, because I'm tired of her having to say no every other damn line. Oh, gosh. This dialogue, this particular, awful. it's awful. It's terrible. And what they're having her, I mean, it's just everyone sniffing around Carol. It's just annoying. Yeah, I mean, for what? Carol, they're messing up my love of Carol. I know. And I don't like it. But I mean, for what? It's not like she Wonder Woman. I know. Anyway. She is good, though. 
she's learned how to adapt and change, but they're making this too extreme. Just like they make Morgan too fucking extreme and everything else they do. Mm. And Tyrese was too extreme. Please. So anyway, so she starts walking back home and that walker that she knocked down that wasn't dead is, is dead now. Mm. It's got a big ass gash upside its head. Mm-hmm. She starts looking around like, okay, who the fuck did that? Cause I left this sucker alive. Uh-huh. And because so she had a cut on him, but she didn't have a gash. No, she, yeah, she had, right. Mm-hmm. So she looks around for a minute and then she keeps walking. Mm-hmm. And then around the corner, you see somebody standing. Watching her. Watching her. Then, not subtle still. You're right. You see, uh, Phil Russell Crowe. What the fuck? Richard. Richard going around the side of this building with all these, um, grocery, grocery carts. carts, looking down at this dirt with a little bitty backpack that says Katie, little baby, little kid's backpack. Yeah, a little bitty girl. So he looks really sad and you're like, okay, was that his baby or what? Don't know. Then you see him start digging. He digging a grave. Basically. He is digging a grave. Yeah, he, yeah, he is. Now, a deep ass grave. It wasn't that deep and it was awful fucking small. Mm. He is not small. Mm. It looked like a grave for a child, actually, when they get, well, we'll get to that. So then, uh, we see King Ezekiel looking over the kingdom, kind of watching people go about their business. There's a man with a little boy, which was really cute. There's some people, a lady teaching some kids. Um, there's some people, you know, gardening and stuff. So he's kind of looking around the kingdom. And the next thing you, hmm. and then the next thing you see this lady, um, this black woman comes out the, the, wherever he's standing, the, one of the big buildings and she's real tentative walking up to him because Shiva's there and he's like, come on, Avila, come on out. I think hmm. Shiva likes, she's like, that's what I'm worried about. She's got her eyes just on that tiger. Mm-hmm. Tiger ain't going to get you lady. This was such a fucking annoying scene to me. <laughs> Why was it so annoying? I'm to not you? even going to look at her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So anyway. They're so- trying to be motherfucking politically correct. Oh, it irritated the fuck out of me. Please. I was wondering about where she got the overalls. Oh, please. Because you don't see overalls like that. Anymore. Well, please. Uh-huh. So anyway, so she's about to tell him something about the crops. There's weevils. And that mm. some of their crops down there got weevils and they're going to have to pull them I up. I don't give a fuck. I didn't care up. about this character. I didn't care about this scene. Well, it's supposed to be making a point. And, and uh, the point is while he's talking with this jaw jack chick, then, uh, he's looking down to watch one of the workers. The redhead dude. Yeah. The redhead dude gathering up those melons that they're going to give to the saviors. Right. See. Supposed to be a dozen or however many they're supposed to be. A dozen. Shit. But that's the only purpose of this fucking scene. No, the main purpose is what she's talking about, which is Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to burn it up. We're going to have to cut it out. But the good thing is, if you want, we can replant it. It'll grow. It'll thrive. Mm -hmm. In other words, in in other words, King, it's a subtle, not so subtle way for them to say, you're going to have to take action and rebuild, even though some of your people gonna get got, because that's the well, whole yeah. point of this episode. Exactly, is to get him into the mood. Exactly, to fight. exactly. Right? So, oh god. Then we see um, 
Benjamin bring Morgan back his little book, which that was sign number three mm-hmm. that he was going to get it. No, sign number three is when he gave him the painting. No, sign number oh. three was the book. Sign number four was the painting. Sign number five was all the little kidding around buddy buddy shit yeah. before they got there. Anyway. Damn. So he gives him this painting that he found at some place when he was scavenging for his wall because his wall's bare. Mm-hmm. And Morgan puts it up. And so Benjamin says, yeah, some girl helped me restore it. And so Morgan's really fascinated. Oh, a girl. He's trying to be subtle. What girl? Mm. So Benjamin doesn't answer. And I like Benjamin, but I didn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Benjamin too, mm-hmm. but we already knew this was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, we already knew he's going to get got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did the same motherfucking shit with Bob. Remember? Yeah. The same motherfucking shit. Yep. He was having with Bob a lot more dialogue dialogue all of a sudden and shit. Him and Sasha Mm -hmm. was getting close. He was reflecting on Mm -hmm. life. Same MO. And uh, Benjamin had said, I hit it. What you do to your enemies, you do to yourself. Some Mm -hmm. shit like that. Whatever. Then Phil Russell Crowe's talking to Morgan while they're waiting. His name is Richard. Richard is talking to Morgan while they get ready to go. And he's like, oh, Benjamin's too young to be a father. I was a father and it was perfect. I was the perfect age. He was perfect at whatever the hell. Were you a father? And Morgan really don't say nothing. He just looks at him and, and nods. And then he tells Morgan, you look, I'm sorry for how we are together, but I just don't agree with you about killing people. We're going to have to do that. Yeah, we're going to have to do and that. And he says, and when we have to, don't beat yourself up too much about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Which mm-hmm. is true, though. Yeah. Which is true because, I mean, you're going to have to at some point. You're going to have this to. This is the a zombie apocalypse. All that little zen shit ain't going to work. It ain't going to go. No. And because you got crazy MFers running around. Exactly. If everybody else was into the zen shit like you are, right. everything be copacetic. Right. But it's not. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Tinny who then, they get on the road. And you know what? We should have known about... Richard, because he had an awful lot of motherfucking shit to say and do in this episode, too. (laughs) You know? Yes. I mean, a whole lot of shit to do and say. Yes. Mm. Well, you kind of knew something once we get to the shopping carts, because he was the only one near anywhere with shopping carts. He was the only one near. I was like, oh. poor Jerry is trying to eat. (laughs) King Ezekiel said, come on, put Put that that down and come on. And Jerry looking at him like, Really? But I ain't finished yet. <laughs> and so King Ezekiel said, oh, all right, come on. Bring it. Come on. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, damn, why are you all salty for Jerry? Thank Shit, you. Yeah, what, big dude. He's hungry. What's wrong with him eating the cobbler? Exactly. He's riding. <laughs> and he's just going to be riding. He ain't driving. Shit. Oh, God. Oh, that was, that was a little too much. So, I mean, hell, Jerry wouldn't bother nobody. He just eat the cobbler. Anyway. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> I like Jerry. So here they go. And they run down the street. To the gate. Lo and behold, there's all these fucking shopping carts across the road. Blocking the road. Blocking the road. Mm-hmm. And so then Russell Crowe, I mean, Richard gets up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, let me call him for Russell Crowe because we only going to have him for about 20 more minutes. Mm-hmm. He gets out. He's like, okay, everybody get ready. Put your guns up. Be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. Rally around King, the King. Protect the King. Or his Protect Majesty king. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So they all get out there. And I don't know why, but Jerry to me looks funny with a gun. 
I know. To me, he needs to have a big ass and machine see, gun. Richard's the only one walking backward. Everybody else walking forward. Mm-hmm. He the only motherfucker walking backward. You sleazy ass mother. Sleazy. Sleazy motherfucker. So they end up looking around, not seeing anything, and they start pushing the carts out the way so they can drive through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, what was the point here? Mm-hmm. But then it becomes Well, it becomes clear, clear later. Right. And once again, once again, once that scene happens where the saviors actually come and the whole shit goes down, you think back to this scene, you think, oh, ain't no fucking surprise. If they was trying to make us tense and suspenseful, it ain't. Oh, and they walk around the side of that building and that's where they see the the grave. grave. Yeah. And it says, bury me here. A big old sign that says, bury me here. See how small that grave is? Uh, it's long. To me, it looks small. They're just, they're just, see, I mean, it's pretty long. His big ass is not fitting in there. Yeah, it is. It's too short. Too. He'd be dead. You crumple him up. You can't, I don't think you yeah, can. Yeah, you can. Then why are people always chopping bodies up in the movies? You can't crumple oh, people no. up. You know what? Look, anyway, I think he's too big, but look, he probably got tired of digging. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So King Ezekiel talks about, you know, this whole world's crazy. It's a wonder we're not all crazy. And then Benjamin says, well, your majesty, it is crazy, but w- you've made a new life for us. So we don't have to be crazy. Mm. Now, also, it's stupid to me that we haven't seen the redheaded dude since that, the first of the season when we first seen him. He ain't had no kind of part. And now all of a sudden they trot him out because we obviously know they're going to need more people. To fight, and then they bring Good him out. Good point. Yeah, we thought the redheaded dude was going to be a key mm-hmm. person. Anyway, well, he might be now. Well, yeah. So they get to the drop point. That one fool is practicing his right because stick. they get to their drop point late with the saviors. Right. The saviors having to wait for their ass. Right. And so, what's his name? Gavin. 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 He's like, you're late. So. Ezekiel's about to say something about why. And he's like, I don't care. It no, doesn't matter. No, and Jerry Jer- says. So then he tells King Ezekiel, I don't give a shit. The point is you're late. And so then Jerry says, go ahead. He says, don't talk back to the king. So he gets knocked up. And that motherfucking stringy haired motherfucker <laughs> who took uh, 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 Morgan's stick. Uses that stick and hits Jerry upside the head with it. Now, I was kind of mad about that. Oh, yeah, I was mad. Because I like Jerry. And Jerry, I I mean, you know. But it was funny because then Gavin says, look, don't give me that king shit. There ain't no kings, presidents, queens, or nothing right now. He showed did. And that was funny. That was. He's like, now, look, your shit's been messed up. We got to get through this. So he goes and looks and he's like, and all they got, this is what got me. All they even got is fucking. Now, why are you making a whole run and all you got is a dozen melons? Cantaloupes. That's it. A dozen melons. Right. That's all you got. And he's You're going to make that whole trip over there just for some cantaloupe. Just for cantaloupe. Yeah. So Gavin's at the truck looking. He goes, oh, we also want your guns. And they all well, rare. first of all, he said, uh, you light, don't you think? No, he says it later. Oh. He says, I want your guns first. Cause he says, I wanted your guns. Cause I know that some, that y'all ain't going to be too happy about this, but you light. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Morgan kind of nods at the king says, okay, we need to give them their guns. It's all right. It's all right. Give them the gun. So they mm. give them their guns 
And then that's when Gavin says, yeah, I needed your guns because you guys already have let it be known that y'all kind of jumpy. <laughs> Basically. And you're light. Yeah. So King Ezekiel, he's salty. He said, no, count it again. Count it again. And there was a dozen of them motherfuckers in there when I put them in there. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. So Gavin says, you count them again. Mm-hmm. So King Ezekiel goes over there. And he's got this look on his face like, what the fuck happened? Why twice? Yeah. And old Richard standing there looking all guilty. Mm, guilty. Guilty as shit. Guilty as shit. Now, what I want to know, hold up, let's pause. Mm -hmm. Didn't um, Jerry get bopped upside the forehead? But he's got a mark on his cheek. Well, well, no, he got hit upside his his face. I thought it was on his head. No, it wasn't his forehead. It was because he was uh, to the side, standing off to the side. So, yeah, that mark on his face was, yeah, Hmm. that's about appropriate. Whatevs. Whatever. So, anyway, so King Ezekiel goes and looks, and he's like, I counted myself. I don't know what happened. And Mm -hmm. Gavin's like, look, you've been having problems for a while now. This has got to stop. (laughs) Wait a minute. I was rolling by then because I thought, yeah, every time they go, there's There's an issue. issue. There's an issue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, the problems are going to end now, today. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also earlier before when they were getting uppity, Gavin says, look, I I didn't do this to have issues and to have stress. Mm-hmm. I did this to be calm mm-hmm. and this is not calm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so at this point he's like, we going to end this shit today, right now, right now. Cause you haven't held up your side of the bargain. Mm-mm. And so the little stringy haired dude, which I can't remember his name. Uh, who knows? He's like, Oh, we're going to do with it now today. And Gavin says, yes, we are. So then he brings out his gun and points it at for Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. And so Russell Crowe is just looking sad and kind of teary eyed, but he just kind of walks up to the gun and says, go do ahead, it, do, do it. it. Well, that's because he had already resigned himself that he wasn't going to make, make it. it. Yeah. Cause he knew there was going to be some repercussions. Squabbles. See, yeah, there was going to be some he repercussions. Was gonna force it. Mm-hmm. He was gonna and he was going to force it. And then this That's is the what thing that got me doing. too. They also tried to prolong the scene by showing all the other um, kingdom people looking around like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Kind of like they did when Negan was doing his shit, mm-hmm. showing them all looking scared and stuff. So then when uh, Russell Crowe says, well, go ahead and do it. Yeah, he said, that fool just said, do it. Okay, I will. And he moves the gun to the side and shoots. Mm-hmm. And then you hear people going, no, mm-hmm. no. And mm-hmm. then they go to commercial because well, of course. they're so Oh, it's special. supposed to be so suspenseful. Yeah. We already, we already knew it was going to be shot. The Hell gun. yeah. Because it's, it's he had too much fucking dialogue. Thank you. Shit. And he was the one everyone was trying to groom. Yep. You know? So he done shot little Ben. In the leg. Mm-hmm. And so he's screaming. Russell, not Russell, um, Morgan, Morgan goes down and he's trying to help him. And the king is saying, we got to get him back. We got to get Benjamin back. And so Gavin finally turns around and he's pissed. He's pissed because he didn't mean for this motherfucker to shoot mm-hmm. him, apparently. But what you think this old R- Rambo was going to do? Yeah. He been acting up every time you come every there. Every time. So he tells King Ezekiel, you going to make your shit on time. Not 
11, not 10. Well, first of Everything all, you do is going to no. be on First key. of all, Gavin is really mad that the stringy-haired dude has That's shot the kid. Said. No, and he tells him, give that stick back. Yeah. He makes him give Morgan back his staff. That's what he does first. He throws it on the ground. And Morgan is saying, look, we got to get him. We got to get him back. We got to. Because, you know, evidently yeah. they hit that femoral artery hit hit in his thigh. Yeah. And you could bleed out. Well, yeah, exactly. When you hit that artery, so. So, anyway, he tells them before they get ready to put him up on the truck, you are going to get the balance of what you owe us tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not early, not late. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, they finally get him in the truck. Russell Crowe's standing there looking dumbfounded. <laughs> they, they're like, come on, Richard, come on. Mm-hmm. So then they show Carol, she's planting seeds in her garden. So she ain't went nowhere. She's back at her house. Mm-hmm. And there comes the truck come barreling up. They come to her house. Well, because it's closer. Yeah. It's closer. And they throw him up on the table and they're trying to figure out what to do. Get the bullet out, mm-hmm. do whatever. They put a belt around his leg. They're trying to soak up the blood, but it's just coming fast and furious. Mm-hmm. Carol's trying to help. And they're all kind of like, okay, this is. They can tell he's not going to make it. No, he ain't making it. And uh, Richard is just kind of in a daze because he honestly thought that it it, it was going to be him. Yeah. See. So he, Morgan is holding his hand, I think, or King Ezekiel is. Well, he was at first and then he kind of stepped back and let go. And he said, go ahead. Well, because Morgan was just like, oh, shit, we're going to lose this kid. So then Benjamin, before he dies, says to injure an opponent is to injure yourself. Mm-hmm. And then they show a bunch of blood dripping. And that's when Morgan backs up because, mm-hmm. you know, that was something Morgan taught him. Yep. See, and, and, you know, Richard's standing over at the other uh, side of the, uh, of the table and he's tearing up. Mm-hmm. Everybody's tearing up. Morgan's looking dazed. Jerry's looking dazed. Ezekiel's looking mega dazed. No, he looked mad. He tells Carol. I'm sorry for coming to you. We we didn't have, you know, this is the closest place. Morgan cleans his knife off and runs out the door. Mm-hmm. They're telling him to wait, but he just goes. He goes. He's mad. He real so mad. He goes back to, he's walking back and he passes the uh, shopping cart area. Mm-hmm. Goes back to where the gravesite is and you can see he's losing it. He's kind of like stopping in the middle, looking around. He's seeing clear. He's looking around. He's yeah. seeing shit. Crazy like, Morgan is back. Yeah. yeah. yeah I want Give crazy. me crazy Morgan. Thank you. I Woo. crazy. Yes. So I want crazy Morgan back. back. All kinds of shit. Oh, but the only thing is he, ooh, he is, he is flashing back. Yeah. And, and he's, then ooh. He goes over to where that great, he's flashing back to Dwayne. He's flashing back to the clear. Everything. He's flashing back to his wife. Everything. He's flashing to everything. And then he goes over to where that gravesite is and he's looking like he's going to cut his wrist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't you do it, motherfucker. Don't you do it. And then he's over by where the shopping carts are and there's this big yellow, like a, a tub, you know, upside down, upside down on the street. And Morgan is a man. He just kicks it. And there's that melon. Up he under. Looks, now this, I thought this was a good scene. Mm. With all of the crazy that it they was, showed. It was, it was because it the let way they, you know mm-hmm. crazy Morgan was coming back. And when he kicked that tub over, he just stopped and looked at like, what the fuck? What and the then he fuck? remembered Richard walking from where that oh, tub was. Exactly, exactly. And then they show him looking up 
kind of like towards the camera and you look, oh, oh, crazy morning yeah. back. But then again, uh, Richard's walking down the street. Then no, that, you know, he was remembering. Oh, okay. He, when that, Richard, that's when he was remembering. You don't listen to shit I say, do you? Hey, I just said that. Very rarely. He, he kicked it and then he looked up <laughs> and remembers him walking towards them in that yellow tub mm-hmm. on the ground. Yep. And that's how he knows. Oh, this was motherfucker. This Richard. motherfucker did it. This motherfucker did it. Yeah. I'm just so glad to have Crazy Morgan back. Thank you. And I don't care what degree of crazy he is. <laughs> he could he could be a little bit crazy or full blown crazy. Full blown clear. Hey, I want Crazy Morgan back. Thank yes, you. sir. I do too. I, this has I been love too it. fucking long. I know. Of this old pacifist motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So he comes back with the tub and the cantaloupe. And he goes into he goes to Richard's room. And throws it down. Like, what's this? What, mm-hmm. motherfucker? That's when Richard explains the whole motherfucking thing. He did it on purpose because he knew that was spur some kind of retaliation. And he, he thought it, it would be him. Right. He thought it would be him who would be killed. That would spur King Ezekiel to join Rick and them to, to fight against yeah. the saviors. He All of that them. motherfucking shit. He was going to give his life to show him. Yeah. That's what should have happened today. Mm, mm, mm. That's what I wanted. Oh, to and crazy today. Morgan is just looking at him like he could wring his neck. He is just, ooh. Mm. You could I would have popped him right there. You could see it. Oh, hey, he was restraining himself. Yeah, I would have popped him. Mm-hmm. But then when Richard got to talking about it, you know, his family and blah, blah, and whatever, whatever. Right. I think Morgan was kind of thinking. No, I think he was just like, I'm not going to do this at this moment. Well, because he's still trying to be the pacifist Morgan. He is. But then Richard, Richard got to telling him about the, the whole thing, like how it started, how he lost his family and all this kind of stuff. Whatever. Everybody know. lost somebody. Well, Richard. yeah, that's true. But hey, that's what he motherfucking did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like that little lamp they had on. the uh, Anyway, so Morgan is listening to this fool. Morgan is looking mean, mean, like, mean mother. I mean, he had Lady Mormont beat, you know, <laughs> <laughs> little Lady little Mormont. Lady Mormont. She he had her, her beat with I that mean mother. Her. I know. He answered the call. He answered, he answered the, call. the call. Will you answer the call? <laughs> I love that little girl. Her little little mean mug. I, I know. Love her too. I I love that little girl. But anyway, so Richard's talking about we could use this. We could mm-hmm. use this to go on because we need to make. We need to do something now. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I'm gonna be done. Yeah. Hmm. I just didn't like this. Uh-huh. I didn't like him. Well, of course not. I mean, that was the whole setup. Right. Of course, you're not supposed to like him now because the intended person didn't die. Mm-hmm. Little innocent, supposedly been, innocent Benjamin died. He's been itching to to do some shit well, yeah. for a couple. He's wanted to now. manipulate stuff so they could because he tried it with Daryl. Right. That was that whole plan with Daryl. Too. Right, exactly. You know, to get them saviors to... to Go to, after Carol. Yeah. So King Ezekiel will do something. Exactly. So he's telling Morgan, look, you're going to have to kill. You're going to have to get through. Somebody has got to die. Mm-hmm. He says, I tried to be the one. It didn't happen. So we're going to have to start fighting back. 
and you mm-hmm. gonna have to do it too. Mm-hmm. The scene was too fucking long, though. It was a long ass. It was a scene. long ass scene. Just but, and all of it to say, but, come on and fight. But once again, the one with the longest dialogue. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they need to get out this mode. It's too predictable. It's too predictable. It's too predictable. So you knew some shit was going to happen to Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had too much fucking well, talking actually, to do. No, I didn't know anything oh, was going to happen to him. I did. Mm-mm. And then we see he, Morgan. He does say he's going to talk to the king. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel, tell him and everybody else what has been done. And then we show it. Then we see a scene of... Um, King Ezekiel talking to Benjamin's little brother, who we still don't know the fuck his name and is. And hugging him. And, and hugging con- him. Consoling him. And then Morgan just looking pensive and shit, <coughs> looking around, because you know the crazy's coming well, back. They're showing you the passage of time, too, see. That, because that overnight. Yeah, overnight. And then uh, Morgan is thinking, he ain't been sleeping, nothing. He's thinking, 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 mm-hmm. and everything. And. Mm. It's then we, a mess. And, then he, and then we get to the next morning and they're packing up the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when they're packing up the truck. And King Ezekiel is, uh, uh, before he packs up that one lone fucking cantaloupe, <laughs> then he's looking over there watching them pull out all them plants and weeds and shit because they're going to have to burn them. You burn it Get up. them weevil things over. Right. So that's a little metaphor for, yeah, you're going to have to burn some other one shit too. effing cantaloupe. They went all the way back for one effing cantaloupe. Now, from the safest point of view, I can see why they did it because they doing it to teach him a lesson. On GP. Yeah, on GP. Right. But uh, what a waste of gas. The, mm. Of course, mm-hmm. gas must be plentiful. And they somewhere. rode in another car, too. Did you notice? Yes, I did. They took the truck. It's like they didn't want to ride in the back. Exactly. So they took another car. Exactly. So they wouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. So then Morgan gets out and says, did you tell King Ezekiel? He's like, well, I will when I come back. When we get back, I'll tell him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. wasn't going to tell nobody. Yeah, because, because what you call him, Richard had told Morgan when the Morgan was in Richard's the room. Before. I'm going to be, uh, don't worry, I'll tell the king, what actually happened, what I did, my part, mm-hmm. what I did. And he ain't told him yet. And Morgan is pissed. He is mean mugging Jack. And, he, and, and when Richard says, we'll talk about it later, and uh, 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 King Ezekiel turns around and looks at him and said, we'll talk no, about we'll it talk now. about it now. What? Mm-hmm. Ooh, we. So, but then the saviors are driving up. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah, and Morgan, oh, I didn't even notice. He had left the sticks on the ground because they were so busy with right. him. Right. So he goes and picks up the sticks, but then he's looking at that puddle of blood he where that blood. Benjamin had been bleeding. Mm-hmm. So he's got mm-hmm. both sticks. He now. got both sticks. Benjamin's stick and his his, and his original staff. Original stick. Stick. <laughs> staff. Anyway. <sighs> Here comes that stringy-haired motherfucking white dude. And Gavin. And Gavin. And so Gavin asks, how's the kid? How's the kid? And they Mm. all look down and don't Mm -hmm. say anything. So you see Gavin's face kind of fall for a minute. Mm. like Just um, for a second. Just for a second. He's like, shit. Because he didn't intend for the kid to be dead. No. And apparently this is supposed to help us understand Gavin didn't want all this shit. Yeah. He just wanted shit to be calm. Because he banishes that other fool. I did kind of like 
the subtlety the guy used mm-hmm. on that. He tells the stringy-haired dude, get your ass back in he the said, car. He said, get to walking right now. Yeah, Take I'll kill you right back. now. He says, if you even look up at him, if you give any kind of look or you turn around and look back, I will kill you where you stand. <laughs> and what did he do? Oh, he kind of rolled his eyes, but he got to stepping. He got to stepping. He now. got to stepping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sure did. Mm-hmm. So then he says, "You got it." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn!" Mm-hmm. So they bring out the one Richard. Well, yeah, Richard does bring punk ass. Brings the crate the with crate the one little one cantaloupe in little it. Little bitty lone cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. And so there's Morgan and the redhead dude and King Ezekiel. And Morgan walks up and smacks Richard with his stick. And when Richard falls to the ground, Morgan chokes him out. Chokes him out. He chokes him dead. Now, this is what I thought was interesting. Oh, he chokes him. He chokes him dead. King Ezekiel didn't go run and try to Hell pull him no. out. Jerry didn't run and try to. Nobody tried to stop him. Well, first of all, they just said, "Morgan, stop!" No, no, Morgan, no. stop! They could see Morgan was gone to crazy town. That's why they don't know Morgan. They don't know no, that. No, no, no. Okay, but King Ezekiel knows enough about Morgan to, uh, and he trusts his his. These people aren't warriors. They all playing a part. They not warriors. Not all of them are. Well, but what I'm saying is, they don't fight and shit. Yeah. Uh, Morgan is a fighter. They already they know that. They do fight. They're pretty well, damn good fighters. My point is, if they really wanted to stop him, you would think somebody would run up and try to at no, least get I him. think King Ezekiel has enough respect for Morgan. He knows Morgan would not have done that, except he had a reason. And that's when Morgan is telling him he set the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. He set the whole thing up. He blocked the road. And he made us late. Morgan and tells he him took everything. one of the cantaloupes. Mm-hmm. It was all him. And all of them are sitting like what and, the fuck? And they're looking like sick. Like Richard did that shit. And then Morgan starts talking to Gavin. And says we had your offering before we left. We had it. All. Mm-hmm. He wanted to start something. He took it and he hit it because he wanted something to kick off and start. Yep. Mm-hmm. And King Ezekiel's looking like what the fuck? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, hey, he just hadn't uh, anticipated that. You know. I, uh, uh, I go back to the conversation that he had with Carol, that he had with Carol, where where he let her know, yeah, yeah who he was. Yeah, I, I'm playing a part and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to have a leader and stuff. But he's not no fighter. Of course, he's standing there like, what the fuck have I got myself into? And he, and I think the realization was. For King Ezekiel at that moment is that Richard, who he knew way before Morgan, right. had went through all that shit to, to try to draw them into that. Mm-hmm. Then he is going to have to fight. He's going to have They're to do have something to. Mm-hmm. because he knows the saviors well enough, even though Morgan was the one that killed their own guy. But still. Mm. So then Morgan look, goes to Gavin and he says, look, we understand. We get it. We know what we have to do. We totally understand. Mm-hmm. And ooh, it was a good scene for Lenny James. It was good. Oh, it was so good. he was crying while he was doing it, but he wasn't like cry crying. No, no, no. He had like a little bitty tear come down. <laughs> but if you notice, Gavin didn't fuck with Morgan either. He said, good. Good. And next and, week, and then he, same time. Right. And then he got in the car. Mm-hmm. He got in the car. So then Morgan says, oh, Richard wanted it to be him. Mm-hmm. 
And now it is. Thought he could choose, and that's why Dwayne had to die. Mm-hmm. And King Ezekiel says, who's Dwayne? Dwayne? Dwayne. No, he just says Dwayne. Like, oh, oh, uh, I mean Benjamin. Yeah. That's Woo! when you... Crazy Morgan is That's back. That's what you knew. That's what he knew. Okay. Crazy Morgan His is back. His ass was a little bit off. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that scene before yep. he killed him. He a little bit off. He is going Ooh, back. It was good. I rather he's like... He thought it could be him and he could choose. And that's why Dwayne had to die. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good lady, and, James. And you know, I have been dissing oh, on Morgan. No. He is I, so well, good. I'm dissing on Morgan, not Lady James, the character. But this, this scene here, mm-hmm. I was like, you go, Lady James. And then King Ezekiel said, okay, come on. You should not be alone right now. Come on. We got on. to go. We need to come go. on. Come on back. And, and Morgan said, uh, uh, no, no. Y'all go. Y'all go now. Mm-hmm. No. Y'all go back. And so King Ezekiel, I mean, they get on in their little ride and they go. Yep. See, because they know Morgan done went to crazy town. They don't know. That's well, the thing. But they, we know, but okay. these people do not but know. What I'm saying is here you got a Morgan. Who you uh, think is a pacifist? Well, he that's had, all you've seen, right? Him. And he done killed this fool in cold blood. So did. You're telling him, "Come on, you know, we all need to commensurate and 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 be, you know, support you." And he telling you, "No, y'all need to go. Yeah, you better go. You better go." <laughs> and then you see Morgan take his knife out and then kill, you know, kill the yeah. Walker Richard that he would have become. exactly that he would have become. Yep. Yeah, because you're gonna have to finish it. You gonna yeah, because he gonna come up in a minute. Mm-hmm. He gonna pop on up. Oh Lord, that was so now, good. I will though. say that this: good. that scene kind of made up for the bullshit of the it first did. part. It made up for the bullshit of the first part. Yeah, that scene was excellent. I really liked that scene. It was. Excellent. I like the scene where he he goes off because he realized what happened. Yes, and I like the scene where this where he kills Richard. He was off because yeah, oh and yeah, that scene where he was flashing back to everything: his wife, Dwayne. his son, everything. Clear that episode, everything. Yeah. yeah. So that was great. Yeah, that was well done. So then we see Morgan um, dragging Richard because you know, yeah, back in clear, he likes to clear his shit. Mm-hmm. So if he's, he's dragging doing something. Him. He's going to take care of it. So he, well, he's going to bury him where he said, "Bury me here." Right. So that's what he did. Mm-hmm. He took him back and fit his big ass in that little hole. I told you. No, they had to redig. You no, know he did. I told you. <laughs> Anyway, so as he's putting the dirt on him, he sees that little backpack that says Katie mm-hmm. on it. And I still don't know if that's supposed to be Richard's child or if Richard just fixated on that because it was a, a kid's backpack or what. I think Richard fixated on it, mm-hmm. but that that was not his kid. Particular child. No. Yeah. No, I think he just fixated on that. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So Morgan just puts it down and keeps digging mm-hmm. or keeps putting the dirt, putting on, the dirt on, on yeah. the body, buries it with him. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <sighs> I mean, maybe it is his daughter, but I didn't think it, that was his actual daughter's backpack. Yeah. I didn't know. Mm-mm. So then we see him walking through town and there's walkers and he's going to town with his stick. He's killing them he's all. He's killing them up. 
And he's getting bloody. And, and I mean, dirty. he's like grimacing with it too. He's crazy. He's crazy Morgan back. Yeah, he's like, ah. yeah. <laughs> and he and he got blood on his face and everything. everything. He is crazy Morgan. And he goes to Carol. She's like, and he knocks on her door with, with his stick. stick. <laughs> with his stick. With the bloody stick. Crazy Morgan. Oh, that's too funny. I thought that was funny. And she's like, I'm like well, shit. So he says, No, she knows. Do you really want to know what happened in Alexandria? And she's like, well, What happened to you? I killed Richard. Mm-hmm. He just tells her, I, know. I killed Richard. I killed Richard. Mm hmm. It's a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And now she knows he's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. He crazy. She knows because she knows him. Yeah. And he tells him, I killed Richard. I strangled him. He set him. it up. I strangled him. He set it up for the saviors to kill him. And Benjamin died. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what happened in Alexandria? So he asked her again. Oh, and she starts tearing up a little bit already. Yeah. yeah. She looking worried. Yeah. So he tells her, Megan killed uh, what's his name? Glenn Abraham. and Abraham with the bat beat them to death. Beat them to death. And she's yeah. talking about what? He said, beat them to death with a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. And she starts really tearing up. Tearing up. Yeah. And kind of, you know, crying. And then he and tells he says, her about Olivia and Spencer. Yeah. And he, and he said, and he killed others too. But she don't fucking care about Spencer. And well, but, but that's not the point. The point is, you know, he killed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And then he says, so Rick and them, all they do now is to, is to do for the, for the saviors. Mm-hmm. That's everything they do is for the saviors now. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking shocked. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, all this shit's been going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, what you think? Y'all, you know how the saviors are. Mm-hmm. So then he says, well, Jesus brought Rick back here because he wants Rick to fight them. Mm-hmm. And he wants King Ezekiel's help. To help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they need King Ezekiel's help. So I'm glad she fucking knows. I am too. And I'm glad he told her. And he said, you wanted to know? Now you do. And he walks off. <laughs> and she says, well, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to kill them one by one. She's mm-hmm. like, but where? Mm-hmm. He's like, he keeps walking. She's like, wait, wait, wait. You can go, but you don't have to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Carol, look, that's what your ass has been doing. Well, but she's, she's figuring hey, that shit out. She, she had her own epiphany like he did about Richard. You see that? You see that? Mm-hmm. She has her own because she knows too. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to get in the fray. I'm going to yeah. have to get in the fray yep. because she can't just stay there in that little house pretending that all this shit ain't going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was trying to do. So next thing we see, Carol, we see Carol walking with a big ass bag, with a big and ass a bag and a backpack going to the kingdom, going to the kingdom. They let her in. She mm-hmm. walks clean Jack through. Mm-hmm. They don't even say nothing. They just open the gate. Yeah. <laughs> well, there ain't nobody sniffing after her now. Benjamin mm-hmm. down. So she finds King Ezekiel with little, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. planting some plants in this little flower bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, this little boy is so cute, though. But you can see all around him, though, they're smoking those little uh, 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 steel barrels where they had to burn all the plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, she said we have to burn all the plants and start again. So yeah. that's what they're doing, starting again. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Now, they like these butt shots. So they show, <laughs> you know, so they show King Ezekiel's butt, and he actually got one. He got a butt. <laughs> I was like, 
like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> So Carol says, I'm going to be here now. And we have to fight and we got to be ready. Mm-hmm. And he says, we do. Mm-hmm. So he already there, but not today. Mm-hmm. And then he turns and walks over to the little boy at the other flower bed and starts helping him plant this other plant. Yeah. Which I thought was cute. And they're planting. Yeah. 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 So she puts her bag down. She goes over and starts helping Because this is him. just the next day. So they probably had the little Benjamin's funeral, you know, that day. Probably. And, and, uh, cause yeah, cause they would have had to stab him in the head too. Well, they probably did that at her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. So anyway, that was the end. <sighs> so it started out janky. I like the Morgan shit. I did. And, but. You know, and I do like the fact that now Carol is, is, is in the kingdom and she's going to help. And I'm glad this is the thing that I didn't want to happen, which didn't quite Hmm. is that they were going to have Carol be the one to talk him into joining the fight when she figured things out, but he's already there. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then one last scene. Oh yeah. 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 One last scene. We see Morgan sitting on the front porch at Carol's house and he is sharpening the end of his stick. But the funny part about that Mm -hmm. scene is as he's sharpening it, he stops for a second and looks around you know, with his crazy, yes, and then he goes back to sharpen. That's how that that lets you know. Oh, the crazy ain't gone. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh, he's crazy, Morgan. Back, yeah, because his stick has been just a regular stab. He's sharpening the end of that to poke some shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's sharpening that for a spear. It's now a spear. Poke. It's not a stick. It's a spear now. Yeah, he's making, spears you know. So stuff. hey. He said one at a time. I said, is that how you do it? Ambush mm-hmm. a couple of them on they run, mm-hmm. kill them up, and then you weaken them and shit. Mm-hmm. That's how you do. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I mean, you know, yeah, uh, I agree. You're right. It started out kind of janky, but yeah. It did. It I'm had some good scenes about in them it. thinking that we're stupid as fuck. Right. But, but it had some good scenes. I like the fact that I think we're getting our crazy Morgan, at least Morgan who does something. Yeah. Now, I don't know what that means for him as a character because, you know, they don't like having characters go through shit without dying and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I'd rather that than him just be there not like himself, which is what we've had for the past year. Right. Two years, really. You don't bring Lily James back from... One episode, first season. Believe you me. One episode, second, third season, and then have him just sit no. there. No. Believe you me, Gippy and the other one got enough feedback and complaints about that shit that that's why Crazy Morgan is back. And, well. uh, but it makes perfect sense in the context of the story, too. Right. Seeing as how they whipped him out in the first place. Thank you. But now that Crazy Morgan's back, I mean, it makes perfect sense at this juncture that he is. So Yeah. All right. All right. So I guess let's take a break and then we'll get into our feedback. Okay. Okay. Our very first email is from Procrastinella. Hey, Procrasty. A.K.A. Procrasty. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sister J and Sister K. It's been a minute since I've sent in feedback. Yes, it has been. Yep. Guess actually watching the show would help with that, huh? Mm. Ever since season six, I just haven't been feeling the show like I used to. I'm trying, but even Panty Dropper and Michonne on screen together ain't doing it for me. I think I'm so far gone, even killing off Carol, a.k.a. Curdle, won't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, who am I kidding? I 
we'll take hour-long episodes showcasing the droop and swoop of Negan's non-as if it means no Carol. Mm. Eventually, I'll get back around to watching the show. Eventually. In the meantime, I did manage a tagline, though. Take care, sisters. Procrasty. H-C-H-C. Head Carol Hater in charge. P.S. Four more months until Dim Thrones. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Ooh, ooh, okay, now, let me play. How's she going to have a tagline and she don't be watching the shit? She, she does watch, but she's mm. doing it slow. Come okay, on. Let's hear her tag. Hello, Sister Speak family. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida. New season of Walking Dead means a new tagline, but I'm singing the same old song. Die, Carol. Die. <laughs> Damn. They, she really Ooh, don't like. She's a Carol hater. Hater. You there know what? Several, okay. There are several Carol haters in our okay, nation. Crassinella, I just want to tell you how you feel about Carol is how I feel about that P-I-M-P, Peter Baelish. Yeah. Now you feel me on that. Really? Oh, hell yeah. Mm. He needs to die. I like Baelish. Oh, hell no. I don't like Baelish like Aaron likes Baelish, but I like Baelish. She love him. She love her. He's a pimp. He got to go. (laughs) (laughs) Pimp's got a pimp. (laughs) Shit. He he need to die. Anyway, thanks, Procrastinella. Thank you, Procrasty. (laughs) I knew that would be... I knew that a lot of this Carol-centric stuff was hurtling her. Oh, yeah. Hurting her soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, sisters. It's Joy from Southern California. Um, it's been a while since I've left feedback for Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, partly because I haven't really been into the show. I've been watching it every week, but I just—it's just, uh, it's just uh, yeah. background. It seems like I've just been so bored with it. <laughs> but um, this past episode, very Morgan and Carol centric, I loved it. And in the kingdom, and I love anything in the kingdom. Was a, <laughs> it was a great episode, and I'm so happy Carol is back and mm-hmm. ready to kick some butt. Yep, so happy about that. And um, I think she may have also prevented. Um, Morgan from going into crazy town. So hopefully um, mm. that's a good sign for our uh, group. Anyway, <laughs> can't wait to hear what you all have to say. And I'm hoping to um, see you all at the reunion. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. And uh, hey, no. Hung. Hey, Hung. How you doing? I don't think she prevented Morgan going no. from crazy town. Morgan is in crazy. crazy town. I think he is. Well, and the reason you know Morgan has went totally to crazy town is because he is taking his rod that that uh, he, his little trainer gave him and he's sharpening it into a spear. Well, uh, to me, that's not why you know. Yeah, I think it's you from know. all the shit that we saw and then him saying Dwayne's name after yeah. all this time and then him, when he was sharpening his stick, kind of looking around like, okay, right. who's looking at me? But now, paranoid. 
But now, in um, in fairness to Joy, though, he's not all the way crazy town and clear because he is still at Carol's house. So he didn't yeah. just go on off. No, he didn't go She off. asked him to stay and stuff, so he did stay. I don't, think, I don't think that's why he's staying. Well, who knows why he's staying, but he is crazy Morgan back. I think he's just preparing. Yeah. As soon as his shit is sharp enough, I think he's going out. <laughs> yeah, I think so, hunting. too. <laughs> hunting. That's what I thought. He's going to be hunting. <laughs> and I want to see it. I like the crazy Morgan. I do too. I just don't like yeah, the, all the motherfuckers. The manipulation of the producers and the writers. On oh yeah, but you know what? The first part, but the rest of it, I liked. You know what? We got to get over that manipulation shit because they think they're being clever, but they're not. They're stupid. Damn. We already know that. So hey, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. And we are happy you wrote in. Yeah. After Salon, but yeah, you're right. It's boring. It makes it not as fun. Well, it's fun to talk shit on it, though. It is. But now, I did like this episode, though. Mm -hmm. For the the same reasons that Joy pointed out. Carol and Morgan. Hopefully they back. Mm -hmm. We can get through all this filler shit and get on with the getting on. And him killing Richard, that was primo. That was really good. Richard needed to go. Well, but but that whole scene, that was really good. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Come on. All right. The next feedback is an email from Double D. Hey, Double D. How you doing, David? Hello, sisters and family members. Double D of Joppa, Missouri. Yep. First of all, forget to sip this episode. Let's take a big ass gulp of an adult beverage. (laughs) I did. Now, I want to say welcome back to Carol, Cookie Monster Rambo, (laughs) and season three, Batshit Cray Cray Morgan Jones. Mm -hmm. When Morgan was talking to Carol, I swear I heard Tyrese's voice in Morgan. I had to kill him. He got Benjamin killed. I had to kill him. I choked Richard to death. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably about right. (laughs) <laughs> Until next time, sisters and family, I'll be within shouting distance. Deuces. <laughs> Thank Deuces. You. Thank you, Double D. <laughs> Thank you, Double D. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though? I didn't even think of Tyrese at all during Morgan's whole scene and his dialogue and shit. No. No. Because he was like, he was... Mm. He was taking care of business. I didn't think of Tyrese, no. but it's the same. I mean, it's like, it's about time Morgan comes around, but why does Morgan have to be one or the other? How come he can't be in between? Exactly. You know, that's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah. Although I do like the crazy way better than I like the pacifist Morgan. I like the crazy so, Morgan better. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. more interesting. It is. Yeah. And Lenny James plays it perfectly. He does. Yeah. He, he plays it well. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. Crazy Richard is gone. Crazy Morgan is back. (laughs) And Carol and the kingdom are readying for a fight. Mm -hmm. This episode snatched my edges. And (laughs) Gimp... Okay. (laughs) And Gimple wrote it. Yes, Gimple. Oh, my gosh. Well, we, yeah. Oh, Lord. I'm ready for these last few episodes. Hated that Benjamin had to die, but he's just the first of many to go. Yeah. Yolanda. Oh, thank you, Yolanda. Yolanda. Oh, now, see, I'm going to have to steal that one, Yolanda. Oh, snatch my edge. Is that the first time you heard that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, people been saying that. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Sister Sna- J.A. in the loop, y'all. Hey, snatch my edges. 
Goodness. I don't know if it was snatch worthy, oh my but it was the last part of Ooh, the episode. Was good. Mm, I will mm, say that. Mm, I'm gonna have to use that one though. That's good. Oh, I, Lord, that's y'all. pretty good. Get ready to say <laughs> it's gonna be using that phrase now. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, our next email is from Zombie Scotty. Hey, Zombie Scotty. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. Hope this feedback finds the two of you doing well. Yep. And I hope Sister K has gotten over the tee hee cuckooing waitress. She mentioned a couple of podcasts ago. <laughs> yes, I yeah, am over she did. that. She, she, she's over it. <laughs> so before I begin, tonight's adult beverage is a Blue Moon Cappuccino Oatmeal Stout. Mm. Absolutely fantastic. Mm. Not much work for Shiv Stopper to do on this one, but that's okay. I, I, I somehow <laughs> always find my way back to wine. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, does Lenny James get all the best episodes or what? I know. I thought the writers did a good job reminding us of all the crap he's been through over seven seasons. Yes. When they were showing the clips of his memories, I was surprised they didn't show one of his zombie wife clawing at the front door of their house during the first episode of the series. Yep. I know. that. I know. That was heartbreaking. Man, the scene of him not being able to shoot her is still one of the most haunting ever. It was. It is. It's heartbreaking. And zombie Scotty, that's also the scene I always go back to mm-hmm. when I talk about the inconsistent, well, it's just one, of the zombies, because in that episode, she grabbed the door and turned the she knob. She did. She did. She turned it. She did. When he was looking at her out the peephole. Mm-hmm. That was a good scene. She was a good zombie. But maybe, okay, maybe the explanation is she turned it because... That was her house. No, you know what I'm they saying? shouldn't have that memory. Yeah, like that's that, true. That's know? true. But but yeah, I, I do like that. But episode now too. they can't seem to open doors and stuff, which I am glad because then you really wouldn't be able exactly. to hide from them. But still, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I know some people didn't like the long way round approach the writers took with this episode, but I have to say I thought it worked. Mm-hmm. The idea that two true killers, Morgan and Carol, now accept who they are and are getting on with the painful business yep. of being good people who kill bad people yep. goes at least as far back as the 1953 American Western movie, Shane. Oh, hell yeah. I it love worked. me some shine. It works. Shane. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that little boy. I don't know. This. <laughs> yeah, that little boy. It, 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 I remember this scene. That little boy is called Shane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a classic Western, y'all. If y'all have not watched it. I ain't never heard Oh, of it. it's classic. It worked then and it's working now. Okay, that's it for me. Thanks for all you do. Sir Zombie Scotty of House Silver Fox, Lord Commander of the <laughs> Sisters Guard. That's right. Thank you, Zombie thank Scotty. Thank you, Zombie Scotty. Lord Commander of the Sisters Guard. Ooh, and thank you for that classic Western Shane reference. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that one up on uh, Netflix or something us, so I can no, watch it again no. or AMC or Tur- Turner Classic Movies Channel or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, for people that like Western, well, so that's a classic. It would have worked, but it's just The Walking Dead, and they and they try to 
yeah. manipulate people. So it, it didn't work in this instance because we've already been through a bunch of that same kind of shit before. That is true. It's that not is anything true. that they've done new. It's not nothing new. That's true. So that's why, to me, it didn't work on this on the well, Walking Dead, I but think the reason I why it didn't work on us is because people are jaded. This is the season that's got the lowest ratings of any season, yep, and everything, and people are just a little perturbed, yep, you know. But but it is a a nice little uh, plot device, though. But we're just jaded. Whatever. Anyway, we've thank seen you. it before. <gasps> thank you, Zombie Scotty. Thank you, Zombie Scotty. And yeah, you need to get back to that wine. So, uh, Shiva Stopper got something to do. Cause, uh, my Shiva Stopper is working overtime. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. Our next email, or actually it's feedback, is a voicemail and it is from Aussie John. Hey, Aussie John. Hey, sisters. Aussie John here. <laughs> How are you going? How you going? Here are some thoughts on the last couple of episodes of The Walking Dead. Okay. The last episode I've watched is the Rashone episode. And because of that episode, I'm now switching camps to not feeling those two together. There's just nothing. What? Oh. Anyway, here we go. He's on the just finished camp. listening to your recap of the Eugene episode. I don't think, contrary to popular belief, I don't think Negan believed Dwight. I think it's a case of keep your enemies closer and that Negan was speaking indirectly to Dwight when he was saying what would happen if Sherry was found alive. And killing the doctor was some some sort of point to Dwight and Eugene about what will happen if he if he, they betray him mm. oh, in the Michonne episode how can Michonne use a high powered rifle to practice shooting and not one walker turned around and took notice that- Yet later on Rick and Michonne are causing all sorts of noise <laughs> the walkers seem to get distracted by a deer that ain't making a peep <laughs> this feedback is my blatant attempt at winning the feedback prize I probably haven't done enough, but that's okay. You can save on posting. <laughs> and I really like the donate link you have for the reunion this year. So here is a rough list of what I would need. Airfares, close to 3000 <laughs> Accommodation, maybe another 1000 Car hire and or a U- Uber allowance, maybe 500 So that's around 4500 Allowing for anything unforeseen, let's round that up to 5000 <laughs> And hey, why don't we make this an Aussie invasion? Let's get another, let's double that, another 5,000 to get Tim over here as well. <laughs> now I'm probably way out because of currency conversion, so let's allow another 5,000 just in case. Anyway, that's me done. Cheers, ladies. Aussie John. Thank you, Aussie John. Thank you, Aussie and John. You know what? Okay, Aussie John, I just want you to know, that, and I mean this sincerely. Hell. If I had the money to spare, I would send it to you just to dare your ass to come over here in person to our reunion. If I had it. Mm-hmm. So don't let me hit no lottery or nothing. Cause your <laughs> ass is going to have to get on the plane. You and Tim both. Oh my God. That was and so. And then Aussie John, you'll be in close proximity so she could read your ass. Oh, I could read in your person. ass. You know she's itching. <laughs> you know she's itching to do We would love it though. If that Aussie awesome. John and Tim mm-hmm. could come actually to the United States and visit us. Oh, oh we would just be in heaven. Yeah. We We'd be in that. heaven. 
Oh man, that would be so good. We'll have good. to work something out. Maybe for the next reunion, we'll yeah. have to figure something out. See if yeah. we can do something to help subsidize, subsidize. our Aussies. Yeah, because that, that would be awesome. That would be cool. Okay, and as far as your comments, though, mm, you so know what? More feeling, and more people are saying they are not feeling, feeling Rashawn. Rashawn. They are not feeling the chemistry between those two. Uh, 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 I felt parties. it back on that episode, but again, mm. I, I was agreeing with, I can't remember who said it. I think it was, um, she, no, it wasn't she? I don't know. Somebody. I don't remember. Anyway, that had said it was just kind of awkward in the previous episode from the Rashawn one mm-hmm. because they haven't been showing us them being kind of lovey dovey holding hands together. That's true. But anyway, we've talked mm. about that before, but I still like them together. I think they do have chemistry. It's just that we don't see it enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. We don't I see mean, enough of them just talking or kind of slag glancing, mm-hmm. smiling at each other, things that's like that. That's true. But, but that's because they're always either having to be scowling at the saviors always. <laughs> and how come them motherfucking saviors are always there? Always. They coming too damn often. Uh, well, because that's the conflict. They have to show the mm-hmm. conflict. So. Anyway. Thank you, Aussie John. Thank you, Aussie John. And um, that's a big-ass budget, Jack. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, no $500 for no Uber. <laughs> Where are you planning to go? <laughs> Cross Your ass country. supposed to be at the hotel. Cross country. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Our next feedback is from Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. It's been a while. No, she's she's consistent, actually. Oh, okay. We ain't been a while. That's the issue. <laughs> oh, okay. My brain fog. <laughs> My brain fog just gets it. Because we, like, real late. We, been, we the one been a while. <laughs> She says, sorry I missed you guys last week. I will make this quick. Rick and Michonne love them together. But really, did we need to see an episode with just the fooling around and going to the playground to almost get killed? Mm-hmm. Really, did they go there again with the dumpster? Mm-hmm. Yes, they face. did. Frown face, frown face. Stupid Rick climbing the wheel uh, to get the deer. Doesn't he know that when he shoots a deer, nothing good happens? Carl got shot the last time. Yep. Maybe he should have let Michonne kill the deer. Better yet, kill all the walkers first. That seems to be working. Another filler episode. Yep. It was. Okay, let's take a drink. Clear Morgan is back. The Gimp and AMC have given Morgan his balls back, and Carol has finished taking her shit on the pot. Yep. She is off and ready to play. Love how now they have reversed their places. Morgan is about to go back to that place of being crazy, and Carol told him what he told her, mm-hmm. that he can be gone there at the cabin without being gone. Yeah, that is right. He is hearing voices again. As for Russell Crowe 2.0, <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of felt sorry for him a bit, but he got what he wanted. Mm. I didn't feel sorry for him. I didn't feel sorry for him at all. At all. The only thing that is that it wasn't a savior that killed him. It was Morgan. I do think he dug his grave next to his daughter. Yep. See, I was wondering about that too. Yeah. Why else have that little backpack? Yeah. Morgan knows how he feels. The same thing happened to him. Mm-hmm. Rick told Morgan to kill his wife, but he couldn't. Rick's failure to act also was the reason why his daughter was killed. <clears throat> huh? Who? His son. She's- Morgan had a boy. 
I think she means um, Phil Russell Crowe's failure to act was oh. also what Richard was also the Richard was also the reason why his daughter was killed. Russell Crowe 2.0 was becoming a major dick though, mm-hmm. but it did get the job done. Mm-hmm. The king and his queen are ready to play. Yep. Sorry for the long ass email, but I missed last week's post, <clears throat> and there is still so much I wanted to say for this week's episode. Haven't been able to get to the boards. Just way too busy. Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Yeah. Um, See, I was wondering why they would keep showing this little backpack because it had to have some kind of significance. Well, the story that he told Morgan, though, yeah, Roxy's correct because he did not act soon enough. Yeah, his daughter got got. Did he even say he had a daughter? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It don't matter. He he needed to go. He was yeah. too busy trying to sacrifice other people well, well, he was, to get this shit going. Well, I, I, you know, he was going through too much um, backhanded shenanigans and shit. Yeah. Trying right. to maneuver people into fighting, fighting with the saviors. Right. And yeah, he had to go. He had to go. Because the people was, just weren't ready yet. Nope. And it wasn't going to make... No bit of difference. Right. Whether he did it at that point or a little bit later. But he did, to Richard's credit, he did recognize that and he was willing to sacrifice himself. That's why he put that thing, bury me here. Well. Because he thought it would be him. Well. Yeah, but his shenanigans caused Benjamin to get got. Yes, they did. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he had to go too because. Uh, he sat right up in there as Morgan was mean mugging him, a la Lady Mormont, uh, <laughs> and said that he would tell King Ezekiel what he did. Oh, yeah, he sure and did. And then when they went to the pickup, he didn't tell him. Because he didn't want to tell him. He wanted to get killed. Exactly. He didn't want to tell him. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, at that point, sorry. He didn't think he was going to get killed. He was acting all happy-go-lucky to be alive. Exactly. He, oh, yeah, we'll get it for you. Yeah, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what pissed Morgan off, too. I think so. No, what pissed Morgan off was when Morgan said, did you tell him? No. Looking at King Ezekiel. And then when Richard said, no, but I'll tell him after. And then, as you point out, he was looking all happy and stuff like, yeah, and, and giving him that, that cantaloupe. Right. He's like, oh, we're sorry about this, but, you know, next time. He was, like, right. making nice with them. Right. And then Morgan said something to the effect of, uh, you need to tell him. And then when Richard said, no, I'll tell him after, then that's when King Ezekiel turned around well, yeah, and said, tell me Jay. what. No, you tell him right now. Right, but he couldn't because the Savior's came. Exactly. But then so. Richard was the, was standing there talking to Gavin like ain't nothing happened. Right, he did. And I think that's what really he said. Uh, Morgan said, oh, oh, no, no, no. no you no, ain't no, just no. going to act like no shit had happened. Mm-hmm. Well, plus Morgan was really upset about it. And you Benjamin know what? Richard too. didn't really fight him either. No. So, you know, let him go. Hey. But, but even if Richard would have tried to fight, though, Morgan was crazy Morgan at that moment. Right. Yeah. What I still find funny is that ain't nobody tried to stop Morgan. Nobody tried to stop Nair him. a person. Mm-mm. They didn't try to pull him <laughs> apart a neck. Nothing. <laughs> and then, wait a minute. They waited until Morgan. That's a good point. They waited until Morgan had killed. Uh, uh, Richard was all the way dead. <laughs> and then Morgan said why he killed the ass. <laughs> Ooh, I, Lord, found that, I found that funny. I'm like, well, if you obviously didn't want Richard to lie that much because you didn't well, try to stop 
them. I didn't find it too strange for uh, the kingdom because, like I said, King Ezekiel is playing a part. He ain't no fighter. Oh, please. It don't take a fire and to pull other someone ones, no, off no, somebody no, no, no. else. And them other ones, they don't do shit, jack shit, unless the king say do it. Jerry's standing there. All of them exactly. standing there. That's what I say. Ain't nobody try to separate That's them, because so. the king didn't say go uh, get them. Well, whatevs. Anyway. Whatevs. I don't think they would have had to wait for the king. But I think they would. Anyway, I guess they're supposed to have been in shock or something. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. It was. Uh, thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Okay, our next email is from Simone. Hey, Simone. She says, I sat down to write my feedback and then couldn't even remember what the damn episode was about. <laughs> that should tell you all you need to know. Mm. Love, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Thank you, Simone. I love it. Short and sweet. Now, that's some piss poor writing. If that you means, can't even remember. You, that means she did not enjoy my, that episode no, at all. It didn't make no impression on her at no, all. Not at mm, all. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Mm. Oh, thank you, Simone. Thank you, Simone. Okay, our next feedback is actually an iTunes review. We Uh-oh. haven't had one of these in a minute. Yeah. Uh, this says... Um, the title of it is The Aunties I Never Had. <laughs> awesome, The Walking Dead podcast that keeps me laughing. Although the series has become underwhelming, you two keep my spirits up. Thanks so much, and please don't end your podcasting for this show. No. I'm talking to you, Sister J. Uh. <laughs> and this is uh, by Abby Brim- Brimbong five stars. Ooh, thank you, Abby, for that five-star review. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> this show makes me five so angry, though. Stars. You know, I don't want to give it another season. Mm-mm. It's like True Blood. Yeah, but it, at it least just, True Blood ended. But these motherfuckers are talking about, oh, uh, the Walking Dead could go for another 20 years. Oh, you must be smoking some dope. No. Thinking that shit. No. They need to end this shit. No. Mm. It can't go 20 years the way it's going. I mean, it, it could if you wrote something. No. But no. It can't. No. People ain't going to last that No. Long at all. No. A whole bunch of people are already out. Out. Mm-hmm. Not even watching. Anyway. Thank you, Abby, for thank that you. iTunes review. And thank you, Abby, but um hate to disappoint you, but... She's out. I'm out. Yeah, at the end of this season, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, our next uh, piece of feedback is an email from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hello, sisters and nation. This was a great episode. Number one, finally, someone told Casserole Carol what was going on. (laughs) I can't stand. I like that Casserole Carol. (laughs) I can't stand when characters withhold information in TV shows. Mm -hmm. Probably one of my biggest pet peeves. That is a good point. But, I mean, they can't tell everything all the time. Two, I love that my ginger knight got more screen time this episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. And I'm so happy to see Richard get got. No more sourpuss Russell Crowe face. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That's true. Three. I could watch King Daddy plant stuff all day long. <laughs> King Daddy. I love it. <laughs> Four. 
Or, I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for that stringy-haired saver to get nicked where he can't get unnicked. I know it. Preferably by King Daddy or Shiva. Yes. I agree. By Shiva, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. As long as Shiva don't get hurt. No, yeah. They can't hurt her. Five. Speaking of Shiva the tiger, I think she will die soon. Yeah. Mm. I doubt the producers will be able to keep her CGI budget up forever. She will end up looking like that cartoon carnival deer. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. That's funny. I mean, all she does is lay around and then walk a couple steps. So, I mean, that's not too difficult to do. Well, but that's true. Yeah. (laughs) But once the fighting starts, I mean, you know, she might be growling and shit. Something. You know, like them, di- like them but dire I, wolves. I agree. They're not going to be able to stay, I don't think. I'm guessing they're, whatever happens, they might not be able to stay where they're at. Yeah. They want them to move along somewhere and maybe yeah. they won't want to move the tiger with them or something. I don't know. Well, as long as King Ezekiel is alive, Thank Sheba you. will be going with him. Right. Yeah. So well, as long as she's alive. Well, well, well but that's what I'm saying, though, yeah. because, it, you know, uh, with that backstory, like you said, she trusts him and she just stays by by him. Right. You know, so, yeah. I'm thinking he wouldn't let her come fight. But if they come I don't to think the kingdom so. to fight, there's no choice. She's already right. there. But know? I don't I think he would try everything to make sure she's not hurt. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. Looks like the Negan War should be starting next week. But I don't think we will get any real fighting until Them Thrones starts back up. Exactly. I will be shocked as shit if our gang actually attacks and conquers the compound this season. No, they won't. Sir Jeff Grimes of House Baelish. Hashtag winter is coming. P.S. Will you guys be podcasting the new Star Trek or at least do a small sister cast about it? I would love to hear your thoughts on the show mm-hmm. when it airs. Yep. That's a good idea. Hey, I'm game because you, y'all you know I'll be watching it. Well, I plan to watch it because I want to see how Sasha does in it. I'll be definitely Sonequa. watching it. Mm-hmm. Now, the trick is where the shit going to air at? Because you know they're going to do that all access thing. That's okay. But you got to have a... um. A, a subscription service for I will I will subscribe <laughs> yeah good I idea Jeff good idea Jeff it's a very good idea mm, but you know what Jeff <clears throat> you need to drop that pimp Baelish <laughs> he's not <laughs> dropping his house Baelish anytime soon him and Aaron damn <laughs> <sighs> okay thank you Jeff thanks Jeff Okay, and our next feedback is a voicemail from Texas Tammy. Hey, Texas Tammy. Hi, sister. This is Texas Tammy saying my feedback is late uh, this time. It's for Bury Me Here. We're um, late, too. So glad to see Morgan back in fighting yes. form. Mm-hmm. But I want a happy medium between his being so peaceful that he's not yes. sensible and his being... Crazy. Off his rocker. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they can balance that out. And I sure hope that none of the saviors are in the house that are going to be able to overcome him because of the last thing. Um, I'm glad Carol is back fighting. Um, even though I don't like her, which I have to always say, <laughs> um, I'm glad she's <laughs> back. Another um, one. Also, I thought it was um, sad that both Benjamin and, and Sir Richard died. I could see Benjamin's coming, but I was surprised by Sir Richard. 
Um, I was surprised that Mark wouldn't kill them. I think they did that part well. I even think they did Benjamin well. I know it was predictable, but I really liked him. Mm-hmm. And both of those characters, I kind of wish they could have stayed. I think Richard was one of the strong fights for the kingdom, and that we needed that. And so I was really sad. I think he was a good actor. I like the faux Russell, Russell Crowe, as you call him. <laughs> anyway, you guys have a good one. Love you. Looking forward to the podcast. <laughs> thank you, Texas Tammy. Oh, and thank she you, also, Texas Tammy. She had another um, voicemail file, too. Okay. I know I'm going to get red for leaving two voicemails. <laughs> Texas Tammy again. Um, but at least I'll get to hear uh, Mr. J go. <laughs> I'm sorry. two voicemails. Anyway. Uh, and then I'll get to hear Mr. J last. All right. Um, I just wanted to say, I'm not one of the viewers that believes that uh, a show is good because they're willing to kill main characters. Um, I think shows are good because they have a good story. So what makes Game of Thrones good is not because they're willing to kill main characters. And people say that all the time, drives them crazy. And I just want to say, if they kill Rick, this show is over. So oh. if Andrew Lincoln yeah. is ready to stop, they need to end the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to watch this show without Rick because it really is Rick's story. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Sorry for the two voicemails. No, you not. <laughs> Thank you, Texas Tammy. Thank you, Texas Tammy. And now you know your ass should not be sending in no two damn voicemails. I can't even do it like you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> She was wrong. But you know what? She's got a point. I this show is not the show without Rick because it started exactly. with Rick and it is Rick's with story. Rick. It's Rick's story. It's exactly. his realm. And, and that's why know, we don't give a motherfucker about these saviors and shit no. and them Oceanside ladies and shit. No. We don't care. We, we don't care, care about Rick and our Rick and them. Rick and them. Rick and them. Right. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. And where baby Carl? They get... Well, hey, he might have had to finish school or something. Shit. I don't know. But if they have, if they, if, you know, Rick does die, they might have one or two episodes after that. No. And then it's over because we want to see the aftermath of that. I would want to see mm-hmm. the aftermath of it. Like they robbed us of for the Abraham and Glenn death. I know. Thing. But, um, I would want to see the aftermath of that. And then the show should peacefully go. It, it should end. I cannot even point, imagine. I don't think they would do that. Though. I don't. Uh, you know, for the next season, they're going to drag out this Negan shit. He's already going to be in the next season, y'all. Mm. So you already know <sighs> that he is. They're not going to have the battle oh, ended at the end of this season. You already know. And I'm perfectly content just to read about the, the final battle. shit mm. online. Yeah. Huh. I don't need to see it. Shit. Well, so, but I do agree. As soon as Rick is over, the show is over. So yep. I don't think that they're planning to do that anytime soon. Unless he wants to Unless, go. Well, yeah. And mm-hmm. then, but they'll have notice because he's got a contract. So that's when true. his contract's up, if he say, I ain't signing, then they know that's the end, you know, mm-hmm. and they can write that shit accordingly. But yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Texas Tammy. Thank you, Texas Tammy. And that was our last piece of feedback for Woo. this episode. Not too much, which was perfect since yep. we're behind. We are behind. And thank you guys so much for sending it in. Um, and thank y'all for being patient with these episodes. <laughs> hey, they know how we do. You know how we do. We got caught mm-hmm. up. 
Kata. Oh, gosh. So if you would like to send your feedback for the next episode, send it to sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Or go to our um, group, which is Sister Speak Nation on Facebook. You can find us on um, Twitter at underscore Sister J, underscore Sister K, and at Sister Speak Cast, C-A-S-T. Uh, as a reminder, you have a couple of days to get your early bird ticket for the Sister Speak Family Reunion mm-hmm. in Nashville this year. It is um, going to be fun. We're going to have drinking, dancing, food. <laughs> Family, it's going to be fun, fun, fun. fun. You can go to sisterspeakproductions.com slash register to get your tickets and early bird pricing ends on the 31st. So you want to get that done. Yep. So you don't have to worry about it. Uh, you can also uh, send us a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or speakpipe, speakpipe.com slash sisterspeak and leave us a voicemail that way. I think that's it. That's all our particulars. Well, and I just wanted to give a a request and shout out for our beloved Miss Bunny. She needs your prayers, y'all. She done burnt her little arm. Oh, yeah. And she's in a lot of pain and stuff. And we've been giving her lots of love on our... uh, In the group. In the group. But we need all the nation, all the listeners to lift Miss Bunny up in prayer. Healing prayer. Yeah, healing prayer Mm -hmm. uh, to alleviate the pain. That sounds terrible. I know. Sounds awesome. So we love you, Miss Bunny. Love you, Bunny. Okay. Take care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. We got to see you in Nashville. Water alone. Yeah. Yeah. Leave that water alone. Leave that water alone. Okay. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.